You're so sun dappled. How'd we do? <laughs> Thank you. As game goes <laughs> on, it'll just start getting darker and darker. And yes. also the lighting in your room will decrease. Right. Exactly, yeah. As long as we can time the like emotional journeys of our characters with the mm-hmm. weather journey that we're on. Yeah, we did it on purpose. Definitely. Wow. Oh. Thank you. Yay. Hooray. Oh, Twenty nine months. Erwin is on. Um, thirty five. Erwin is on. Let, let me see here, just because I. Kaiser is thirty five and Erwin are thirty five, <laughs> so they're one month away from three years. Wow, 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 That's amazing. Three years? Oh my god. Did you put sunglasses on botch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone like it, or do we not Is that like why it? you do things normally? Have it you is botching watched cool. any of my streams? Yes, he put sunglasses <laughs> on everything. We, you put sunglasses on the cat that one time. That one I time. do tend to put them on things. I put sunglasses on the statue in the middle of the theater, Bobby. So yeah, I. There were lost and found sunglasses. There's a statue. One plus one is oh. two. Makes sense to me. Wait, did you just use my bits to upgrade that emote? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You can well, use. Well, not bits. Channel oh, sorry, points. my channel points. Correct. Yes. How dare you? Could use you my dare. channel points to, you know, I'll let them rack up, and you can Good. do something. With <laughs> it won't rack up if you're not watching the channel. I am watching. I'm participating. That should be double. <laughs> I demand double points. Oh my god! Whoa! Thank you. It's becoming quite the, quite the uh, occurrence, Aragorn. We love you. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody who's subscribed and donated. The like second of Gur was just the roommate just became Dougal. Ooh, interesting. Who the heck would do that? I see we're going to be talking about this then. <laughs> hmm. Ah. Okay, guys, no more. Zero percent. It's a good Perfect. arbitrary number. Nice round. <laughs> what have we already... <laughs> uh, uh, um, how's everyone on that side of the screen? May I ask? Thumbs up? Good. I mean, which screen? Their screen? Our screen? Oh. Yo, that's, that's actually really good. <laughs> I guess what I'm asking is, how are you, my friends, John and Kate? Because uh, I've spoken to you both before or since last session, but you know, it's always good to catch up and see how we're doing. I am good. I also realized that I'm going to sneeze and that I hadn't updated my um, usage of uh, things since printing a new character sheet, so I'm going to do that. Mm, 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 mm. Mm, mm, mm. So Kate has has her character sheet printed out, and I'm actually going to I'm going to straight up. It's like it's tiny because it goes in her tiny little binder, but it's also like her own made character sheet. It's not an official one, and it's not a Mr. Gone character sheet. No, it's the one that we made for the website. Mine was like, I literally had almost had a hole from my experience tally since I rewrite that every, like, probably twice Mm. per session. It's true. I, yeah, go over that. Yeah. Yeah. But these are the, these are the (laughs) the table format that we, uh, um, that you created for the. Yeah, exactly. For us. Uh, you know what? It's going to be the person who didn't get play of the game who's going to give a number. Yes! Uh, one. 
That's what I was going to say. Huh. Well. Yes. Scandale. I am no good with maracas and I'm no good with castanets so I can't shake and I can't clap Speak a drum yeah how are how are your how are your other percussive talents John I did learn how to play the drums like I did play two years of drums in school uh However, when I think about when that was in relation to now, I am not okay with it. John, two years of rock band with us doesn't count it as learning to 100% play. hundred percent counts. It does, though. That's the funny thing. I would go to an open mic night with only my experience from rock band, and it would be, like, with a real instrument, but only that experience. It would be horrendous. But it you wouldn't know, be as bad as you think it would be. That's... The saddest thing is that our rock band instruments are degrading to the point where now like they pretty much don't work properly the era of rock band for us is over I know that's okay we can still like scream sing at each other anytime we want and we do <laughs> we take I mean there's Twitch up. sings hmm? there's that's Twitch true. sings like there's an actual karaoke game yeah yeah okay because I know like they launched it and it was a thing for like a hot second they had I, championships I and everything. Neighbors, neighbors, neighbors. You've been warned. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, they've all got their ears. They're like, oh no. You better be good. <laughs> they've all got their ears pressed up against the wall. They probably there you have go. All rest of the sentence. Very important. How are we sounding? Sounding okay? Everybody yeah. understands us. We're intelligible. Um, I will point out that once again, we have she who knows 10,000 things. I'll just lean away from that because I don't want to get smashed by the salute uh, who also just drops sud bombs on us because you know she can uh, Thank you. still without the crosshair, crosshair did some catching up um, but used his hashtag like twice and then stopped and I was like and then what? and then what? <laughs> what happened the last like 12 sessions? yeah I got a I got a mention as to like well, great going, Brom. You did X, Y, Z. I was like, oh yeah, that was a that was a poor choice. I'm not gonna say. Whoa! Thank you, Obsidian Heart. Obsidian Heart gets in on the hype train just before it leaves the station. Five seconds. <laughs> Wait. Oh, it's okay. I understand. And never too many socks was also catching up. Oh, very good. It had reached, I think, episode one hundred and nine. Nice. Yeah, there are a few folks that mentioned recently that they've been catching up. That's great. Stuff's been happening. We love that sort of thing here. That's a cool train. That's the coolest train I've seen. I mean. Of the of the ones that they have. What oh, unchanging related homework are you giving Crosshair? <laughs> I mean, Crosshair, Crosshair just hasn't been able to tune into the stream properly in months now. Um, because of work hours and stuff. Yeah. It would be much more flexible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That I mean, is... I like Zug and Zug, which is the, one of the versions of uh, Ticket to Ride some friends of mine have. Possibly the OG version of Ticket to Ride? Maybe. Might be. Might be, yeah. It's just, it, it feels like it is an onomatopoeia. Aragwen, are you organizing a Zoom or Discord reading of Hamlet? Because if so, I demand in. 
I will be the I will be grave digger number four, the one with no lines. Oh yeah. I don't care. Sure, sure, sure. I'll be the other ghost. Grave oh. digger four. I mean, That's your autobiography know. title now. <laughs> to be or it's not just to me be. standing over an empty grave. Yeah. Like, and then you add a little bit, and then you say, uh, Hamlet saying, like, I knew him, Horatio, and you're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> me too, bro! Get her out of here. <laughs> hey, it's one of those pictures that I've actually read. Theater degree. Haven't read much yeah. Shakespeare. Shakespeare? Wow. Well done, Kung Fu Fenris, because Claudius is mean. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. He killed his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's funny. practically foreplay back then. What? I mean, it was because he married the. What? All right. <laughs> it's true. So, by the way, I killed this person for you. Marriage. Marriage? Oh. Oh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. <gasps> of course. That actually makes perfect sense then, because otherwise, it's not going to be. And then we'll organize a reading where JT and Scott can be Rosencrantz and Guildenstern oh. reprising their roles, and John can reprise his role as Hamlet. Yay! You have. Mm, I actually don't know if he has lines in the play. I'm sure he I didn't have lines. I was behind an umbrella and well, I reacted. In that, in that scene, you didn't have lines. I think he has lines. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he does. Oh, Hamlet has yeah, lines. He doesn't have many, but he does have lines in uh, in uh, RGAD. Yeah, but oh, the cues. Our dad. Boop, boop. I still had fun being in that scene. I'm glad. <laughs> It'd be a really awkward time to mention that you didn't. <laughs> I'd say. I mean, it huh. was ten years ago. I think that she'd forgive me now, wouldn't she? Fair. What? Uh, what kind of grudge holding we got working with over here? <laughs> so true, it's much. easier to keep a grudge when we're socially distant. That's true. We can't hug it out. Oh. I can't wait to hug it out with all of my friends. Same. This is how you hug, right? This is, this is a, hugging, right? This is how you hug. It's been a long time. I've forgotten this. This is hugging. It's good to see you too, Kate. <laughs> Sun's going down. Yes. It'll be dark soon. <laughs> We're getting there. I'll, uh, I'll brighten us up if we need a little change of tone. Uh, no, I'm quoting Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. My I know. batteries. <laughs> What? Uh, let's find out who actually would get uh, meta hugs from Erwin. Let's see who spent their experience. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> so when you guys are especially loud, it cuts you out. Okay, that's good to know. I guess Thank you. it's trying to like gate you for. Yeah, Joy. just so you know, because like your your first cheer, we couldn't hear it. It was such a good one. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> what is this bullshit? Uh, I'll start um, just because I I bought something kind of. But anyway, I bought scene three. Uh, I bought Etiquette 5. Wow! I bought Politics 2. That actually seems useful. And also, like, Africa. you know, knowledge, right? You have more knowledge now. Makes sense. 
She's going to stop and do a library and pull out a few more books. I want to see Braum drawn as a scene kid now. I'm not sure if I know what that is, but I should. It's kind of, it was around the era of emo kids. Like My Chemical Romance, either fits in emo or scene. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, I can't tell if Aragorn's impressed or horrified. Um, look, 120 episodes of character development, something has Mm -hmm. to develop. And not just my swears. (laughs) Yeah, like Braum went through puberty. He's developing where he once did not develop. (laughs) I've been noticing some strange changes with my body, and I'm hoping you could tell me about those. There are cliffs where there were no cliffs before, (laughs) and a chasm that I could not account for. (laughs) A chasm? (laughs) That's right. I probably should see a doctor about that. That sounds really painful. (laughs) (laughs) Horrible. Would you like to see my new rock formation? <laughs> we could carve Mount Where Rushmore there was... into your chest. We can be the Mount Rushmore. One, two, three, four. It's perfect. Oh. I'm not male and enough, and I don't own enough slaves. Sorry. <laughs> you were... huh? Sorry. Also fair. Sorry, American. Well, now that we know what you've bought, maybe you'll remind people as to why you bought them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Aragorn wants to know. Aragorn wants to know what happened. So maybe it'd be a good idea if you filled, if you filled her in, just uh, as a courtesy. Um, who, who wants to start? I don't have too much. Uh, I'll start with bombshell number one. Uh, so Sophia was walking in Zaron's dream. She was trying to get the truth of where he feels he belongs um, because a political marriage was being arranged between himself and Countess Mila of House Dougal. Sophia walked in his dreams and saw that um, what he really wants is to be able to travel freely and stay at the Spark and that those he loves are there. So when she emerged from the dream, she asked him to marry her and he accepted. Very exciting. Very exciting. And uh, then they uh, they go started to get a little nervous of all the enemies maybe that they made. And Sophia's reached out to Countess Ware to hopefully help and revealed their plans to everybody over breakfast. Uh, Peppa's had found out the news from the Duke. Uh, she was curious why he had been in uh, at the Grand Best Inn unexpectedly. Found out why. Maybe questioned him in a time he wasn't interested in talking. Snuck <laughs> out of his bedchambers and uh, met up with folks at brunch. Uh, yeah, Brom and Kyoko also kind of knew knew the well. They didn't know the news about the marriage, so they were discussing. You know, uh, Zeron is going to do his duty, but to whom? Right, like to himself, to his house, to his nature. Uh, but then, yes, they all end up at breakfast together where the news is revealed. Uh, Brom is a little bit um, anxious, perhaps. Perhaps he feels that his friends should have been a touch more, that's the word I'm looking for, a touch more thoughtful about when they made the decision, so to speak. Uh, and then Brom goes for Donair with, is his name Gooch? Is his name Chad. Gooch? It's Chad, Chad, yeah. He goes for Donair right. with Chad. <laughs> All right, cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, Nom. Let me show you the ways of done air. Um, it's about quantity, but it's actually about quality. And 
Patches, having heard the news of the engagement, scurried off to speak to the High Queen, who was kind enough to see her, and grant Patches the request of being admitted into House Dougal. Wow. And uh, they zipped off to Taranar. Patches was knighted, and they zipped back. So, like, I hear, like, your friends are having all this, like, life-changing, altering decision experiences, and, like, now you're totally hanging out with me. Like, this is going to be our, our, the beginning of our best friendship, you know? Um, I suppose. Hey, you want to uh, see my new piercing, bro? Uh, sure. Uh, actually, Chad, um, what's, here, uh, is that a, a dollar bill under the car? Well, like, what do you mean, dollar bill? Push. <laughs> <Sometimes>. Too soon? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I am kidding. But like, there aren't any dollar bills around here. Like, what's going on? Perhaps it is from an American tourist. Why would an American tourist take out the dollar bills, bro? Why are you trying to throw me under the bus, bro? I I'm I'm sorry, Chad. It's it's simply that you are so knowledgeable in the ways of. Look, man, I just wanted you to participate in the Gucci-tude, but if you don't want to do that, then we can just eat our donair and then go our own way. I'm, I'm so sorry. What is a... What is a Gucci-tude? <laughs> it's, you, it's when your tude comes, like, not from your heart or, like, your stomach, but, like, right from the Gucci, man. Yes. I have been to the deep dreaming, and the strength that I was able to draw from my true self indeed came from my Gucci. <laughs> Oh my god, what is happening? Uh so I'm going to I'm going to ask right now uh the chat if if you just want to replace this game with Chad and Brom talking all day then you just let me know. Otherwise, you know, we'll we'll get on to figuring out exactly how this fallout will across all these people. Well, that's one vote from Dio and Kung Fu Fenris. <laughs> Kung Fu Fenris gives two a nothing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so like, I hear Paisley's coming back. <laughs> uh oh. Indeed, I have been known to be quite fashion forward in my time, Chad. Perhaps you can teach me a bit about your fashion statements. Well, my fashion statement is that I've got like a. I've got like a peacock attribute, which is my Pierce Gooch, and <laughs> I I feel like I've been remiss in not asking you. Um, I'm going to need a bit more detail on the word gooch. I uh, perhaps I've been misinterpreting. Dude, it's so good that you ask a lot of questions. You know, like you understand that you're not smart, so you're trying to become smart. It's See, a... bro, that's called nagging. <laughs> um, I feel so dirty, and I. I want to go away from yeah, the world. Really gross. Goodbye. Uh, so I'm going to uppercut Chad, and I'm going to say something about, like, see you next fall, as he falls. I don't know. <laughs> so as he, as you see the bus just go thump, 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 and realize that nothing was lost in the world. Oh, great. <laughs> nothing of you value. Suck up his glamour, you know, do a bit of red, red, ravaging, you know, as you do. Don't, just tell us I you know. I am not prohibited from ravaging. <laughs> Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever suspects LeBron. 
put on my. You put on Chad sunglasses and they're slightly bloodstained. <laughs> yeah, they're like kind of cracked and okay. <clears throat> oh, I do remember Mademoiselle. You do? Uh, kind of. I should. Are we ready? Almost. I think we have one more thing to talk about. Yeah, I already had them in my hands, but you couldn't oh. see. Uh, folks, we have cards. These cards are here for our safety. They're not here for you, your safety because you don't have them, but you do have other options. These cards are to make sure that we can continue to play in a fully supported fashion. We can take risks, have fun, and not worry that we're going to screw ourselves up in doing so. Someone flashing the green card means that even though they might look outwardly like they're not having fun, they are. They are enthusiastically okay with what's going on and would like to continue uh, or even go further. A yellow card means that I that the player is okay, but that they're starting to approach their limit and that they caution is advised before the intensity of a scene is ratcheted up even further. Red, however, means that they require a, an immediate stop that either what just has happened has to be retconned or uh, we have to change the subject entirely or go in an entirely different direction, but no matter what, we have to stop and check in. You do not have cards, but you do have options. You can message either a moderator or myself. Uh, Aragwin is there. I should warn you, as, uh, as I have for the past few sessions, that it is possible for Kate to see my screen. Normally, players cannot see my screen um, or my private messages, but Kate might be able to see it if she's looking. Uh, she's trying not to. Uh, but you also have the option that you can disconnect. You can stop watching the stream, leave chat. We do not want you to do so, but we do want you to stay healthy and to keep yourself safe. So you do have that option. Anything else? Good. All right. All right. So like, I don't play games much, right? Like, I didn't really grow up with like board games in my house. I I, I was wicked good at Mario 64 because I had this N64 that like my older brother gave me and like, I played that thing a lot, except like the, sometimes the controller would fuck up and I wouldn't be able to turn as properly as I'd like to because you know, that stick was kind of broken and stuff like that, right? But at the same time, man, you go through there, every time I'd play in Wario Stadium and you just hop over the wall there and people are like, what the fuck, that's cheating, bro. And I'm like, nah, man, it's in the game. Everybody can do it. You can just do it yourself if you need to. And they're like, no glitches. And I'm like, glitch away, man. Glitch is the way that you do this sort of thing. Glitch is how you go through life. And it's sort of like that in role playing, right? Like you can take advantage of the fact that not all rules cover everything, but also that you might do something unexpected, right? Something that the game master wouldn't have even seen in the first place. And you're like, oh my God, like, yeah, I can totally do this. And it's another way for me to resolve all my problems and make sure that my character gets to progress and move forward. And I'm like, that's totally cool, bro. But like, sometimes you realize that what you really need is you just need your bros, your bros to surround you. And just like, they carry you on your shoulders when you need them to. And sometimes they go with you to the tattoo parlor because you're actually kind of afraid of getting that piercing right in your gooch, except that you know that now you've said it, so you've got to go forward and you got to take care of it. So your bros are there and they're all watching as this like really buff chick comes around and she's like 
putting on the black clothes and you're like, oh shit, this thing's serious. And she's like, all right, take them off. And you're like, well, whoa, dude, like, I don't know, man. I didn't have a chance to shave down there yet. And she's like, it's all right. We're going to take care of it for you. And you're like, swim, dude. So then you get the gooch piercing and everyone's just like chanting and stuff like that. And then it gets you kicked off the swim team. So we're ready to go? Sure. <sighs> I have never been a dude bro. He, I, he thinks he doth protest too much. <laughs> I think his actions speak louder than his words. I have never been a dude bro. Or rather his words speak louder than his other words. Uh, where, so Patches has left. Um, and you're, you actually, I don't even think you know where she is now, other than... I had an appointment with the queen. Yeah, but not where. <laughs> uh, so we're actually going to start with Braum. Okay. Braum, I'll remind you that you had a text message from where... Uh, that asked you specifically to ensure that this marriage or this wedding proposal was not made under duress in order to escape a situation, but instead was actually motivated by love. Do you remember this? Uh, um, memory is, of course, one of my uh, obstacles that I'm always looking to, um, you know, better myself and overcome. Uh, so I'm going to go with yes, I do remember this. Um, the marriage proposal was not made under duress. Uh, How do you know? No, no, that's what I mean is like, that's, that's the, I understand what is being asked of me. Um, I need to speak with Sir Zeron then. And I guess I'm going to be uh, ditching Chad when I can. <laughs> or maybe he has to go to swim meet or whatever. All right, bro. Like, thanks for the dinner. I really appreciate it, man. It's been my, well, it's been it's been something, Chad. That's for sure. Thank you. I I, I never knew Halifax had so much um, history. Are you on the gram? I'm sorry. Are you on the gram? I need your insta, bro. I typically measure myself in stone. I find it to be a bit more accurate. <laughs> no, man, like Instagram. I'm not sure if I understand what you mean. Facebook. Oh, yes, indeed. I, yes. Uh, here, allow me to uh, give you my... And then I, like, fumble in my pockets for a piece of paper and a pen. Oh, my God. And I write my name, which is my Facebook profile. For the record, Brom's Facebook profile is a, like, a head-on shot of him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, no personal information. That's all. <laughs> That's all it says. Is that one of the ones that says location birth? It's one of those profiles, isn't it? Probably. About. Oh, no, come on. It's going to say, like, location in my office or in my bedroom. In my bedroom. Um, At my computer. Know, yeah. Father of two, proud father of two. Um, uh, I don't know. What else would he say about his mortal persona? I don't know. I don't think he'd say anything. <laughs> Brahm, I've noticed that your relationship status hasn't changed. From it's complicated with K. Well, you see, that's uh, that's simply because I haven't been on 
this uh, platform in quite some time. I'm able to fix it, though. Perhaps you could help me with that. No. All right, this is a solo mission, then I understand. <clears throat> I'm going to need a cup of coffee and a couple of hours. Uh, so yeah, but he he is like, all right, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Chad. I have to go seek Sir Zeron. I don't know where he would be, though. I mean, he, I left him at breakfast. Yeah, so he's probably back at the hotel. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, whoa, no, I'm gonna call Sir Zeron and find out where he is. <laughs> Didn't you leave him in the restaurant with his fiance? With his fiance? Uh, but I assume that they, like, had Thank a leisurely lunch and still left. <laughs> well, we, he has a meeting with Countess Mila this afternoon, so Shit. he's gonna be around for that. Because remember that you're, well, it's technically the meeting is tomorrow. You're heading back to the Spark today. Okay. Oh, okay. There, there was like a dowry point. meeting I, as well as a... Or no, 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 sorry. It's the morning and the meeting is in the afternoon and you're heading back. Yeah. So it is the day. Right. But later today. But, but the meeting was scheduled to be at the Spark? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, I would like to see if I can uh, invite Sir Zeron out for a celebratory drink. Just a quick one. You know, mano e mano. Friend e friend. I understand, except we, we have to make it back to Cross's Shadow. Do you want to have the drink there? Um... Or do you wish to sample more of Nova Scotia's cuisine before we leave? I think that would be a good idea, don't you? It's not often that we make it out to this part of the world, this beautiful part of the world. And perhaps we can even have an oceanfront view somewhere. Of course. And you mean this to be a private conversation? If you don't mind, I just want to speak with my friend. I see. It's very suspicious. Then I suppose it will have to be fish and chips for di for lunch. That sounds perfect. I hear they wrap it up in newspaper like they do over in England. Um, yes, I think you can find some places that do that in uh, Cross's Shadow as well. I'll meet you there, Sir Zeron. Uh, Sophia. Well... Um, if Zeron's going to meet with Brom, then then Sophia is going to make sure that she's all packed, ready to head back, and then she's going to message Seven and see if she could, if there's an opportunity to see Queen Lenore and, and say goodbye before they go. Whoops. I'm afraid not. She's already returned back to Taranar. Oh. I hope she had a pleasant journey. I believe so. There will still need to be conversations that will need to be made between your young friend, Master Cog. But I will take that 
initiative myself. Of course. I may be sending a representative. If there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. Your assistance and support are always welcome. Well then. Uh, so with that conversation done... It is a uh, little strange that she left, though. It was. It was a little strange. Um... Yeah, I guess I'm gonna look for patches. After my after I return, I would probably get back in touch with probably Sophia because Rom texting. You know, if it's urgent, I'll like try. But sometimes he doesn't check his phone. Well, you should use the conch shell I got you for that one Yule. I always come running at the sound of the conch. I was about to blow it, and then I was like, no, no, not when he phrased it that way. Uh, yeah, so I'd text Sophia and be like, where can I uh, catch up with you and everyone? Um, I write her back. Brahm and Zeron have gone for a meal, for drink or something. Dang, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I just finished packing in my room. I can meet you at yours if, if you have to pack still. Your room is in the Grand Best Inn. It would yeah. be harder for her to access without getting embarrassing emergency equipment. Yeah. Um, I can meet you uh, in the ground floor of the novel annex. That seems like a fair place to meet. Cool. Sounds like a little cafe. You can have a drink or coffee or whatever. Right. I'm going to head over there. I will do the same. They're serving apricots. Sure. Like, like the whole fruit? No, like a dried apricot. Oh, okay. That's nice. They used to be one of my favorite snacks as a kid. Dried fruit. Nice. <laughs> I like it. No, okay. Yeah, the two of you there. Go ahead. So... Dougal has attained a new knight. So that has at least reduced the need from House Dougal to some extent. So hopefully that can help you with what you're needing. A new knight? Who's who's the new knight? <laughs> Who has two thumbs and just got inducted into Dougal? Yup. That's what's happening, sorry. You? I had started thinking about it. This just forced my hand a little sooner than I guess Forced I... your hand? You didn't do this for us, did you? No, not, like, I wouldn't swear it was just for this. Um, like, you matter to me. I just swore it sooner than I thought I would. So this is truly something that you wanted? Yes. I'd like to roll on that, please. <laughs> roll your uh, charisma subterfuge, please. Uh, if do I yeah. have to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even if you're telling the truth. Cool. And 
is this one, perception two. empathy for me? Yes. Uh, I have a specialty in desires. Sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> not really. Actually, not really Thank desires. Uh, no. Sorry. What are my what's my difficulty? Uh, just just leave it. It's three. Uh, you're relatively sure that Patches is telling you the truth. Congratulations, Batches. Thank you. So hopefully this helps us with negotiating with the various houses. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, do you have thoughts on uh, what we can do to mitigate fallout on this pool? Sort of arranging another marriage, a different marriage. We we have to be respectful of the pain that we are causing Countess Mila, and try to avoid as much embarrassment on her part as possible. Um, I think the sooner that we meet with her and tell her, the better. But two of you, I guess. I mean, I'm, I can be there if you want. I'm happy to be there. Thank you. I I think it should actually just be Zeron, and then I'll wait nearby if she does want to talk to me. Um, we had a decent conversation when I was showing her around, so if she needs a third party, um, and now I'm part of her house, so... <laughs> Patches, thank you. You're I welcome. know you didn't just do it for us, but that it means a lot. Thank you. You're going to be a fantastic night. Dougal is lucky to have you. Dougal sits with me on the whole actions rather than titles and stuff, you know, deeds, not words. So um, it is a really good fit for me. It's just, let's make life decision. And um, I hope you don't mind if I lean on you a little um, in terms of courtly etiquette and stuff. Don't mind at all. Remember, I'm not as well-versed in being a noble. I was knighted by Countess Ware. I wasn't born into it. You've been at it longer? I made it a point to learn, but the way you feel about House Dougal is the way I feel about House Liam. It's the right fit for me. Of course, anything I can do to, to help. Thank you. We should gather everyone and get back to Cross of Shadow, shouldn't we? Right. We're going to get back to a place where Rom is sworn to defend Countess Mila's honor. So then we'll make sure not to offend her honor, or we know all of Ram's weak, weak points. So, you know, win-win. <laughs> Turn, Turn her up. Rom. 
you're served by somebody who uh, has possibly refilled your water from a three quarters full glass to a full glass at least three times. This person is hovering around because you get the distinct impression that she Uh-oh. absolutely wants to be spending more time around a table with these two fine gentlemen than anyone else who she's serving at this time. Well, I'm going to uh, do my best to be gracious and um, not get distracted. Um, you know, and I think, well, <clears throat> Zaron, I am just so, I'm so happy for you, my friend. And I'm sorry that this uh, conversation, I just wanted it to be between the two of us rather than uh, amongst more people uh, just to, we go back. You understand. And I just wanted to congratulate my friend. Um, away from all of the pomp and circumstance that might surround uh, your coming nuptials. The eagle is in my blood as the lion is in yours. And uh, I truly believe that this is bravery incarnate. Bravery? You've made a choice my friend. You, it would appear to me, at any rate, that you have chosen to be happy. You have chosen to show honor to yourself. Brom, I'm not capable of being brave. I'm not sure I understand. Brom, to be brave is to do something even though you are afraid of it. I feel no fear. I believe that courage is not just overcoming one's fears, but perhaps also overcoming one's... It is making a difficult choice. Sometimes that difficult choice could be one of life or death. And while I don't believe you would have died in any outcome here, I certainly believe, Suzanne, that you have chosen life. And Do you believe that, that I, this was a difficult choice? I don't know, Suzanne. I'm not sure. Was it not? There may be difficult consequences. There may have been difficulty getting to the point where the question could be asked. This was not a difficult choice. My friend, I feel that I have been very remiss, and once again I have been caught up in my own affairs rather than those of my friends. If I'm being honest with you, I thought that you and the Lady Sophia were simply um, spending some time together for fun. You understand my meaning. I truly believed that you were both just enjoying each other's company, so to speak. Um, and now here we are, and I couldn't be happier. I take a big gulp of my water. Of course we were having fun. Isn't that how you believe love should start? I do indeed. 
Sophia challenges me in a way that I have not been challenged. I remember learning the sword from you. I remember learning firearms from you, tactics from Claude, uh, any number of of intricacies of human behavior that I could not possibly hope to duplicate with the same mastery as Kay. But none of them challenged me when it came to love. None of them made me realize that there is, in fact, room in my life for play. Room in my life to experience beauty in its fleeting form and to believe that the eternal is what to shoot for is folly. Eternity isn't something that we should aspire to. Eternity simply is. But to focus on the now, to focus on the immediate future, I can't imagine doing so without her now. Sounds like uh, a life-altering change and a shift in your perspective, sir. I became a father in the past few years, and I don't even get a chance to see my children because to do so would be to domesticate them. I have lived a strange life, Brahm. It's perhaps time that I realized that I should be more open about sharing it. I've certainly found that strength comes not just from within, but also from those that you are closest with. I met a fine gentleman today who told me that his strength came from his... <laughs> no, I'm not. Sorry, I can't. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Tell me how it happened, Sir Zeron. That's, that's what I want to know. I want to know the magical details. I'm a sucker for romance, you know. I don't remember the dream that she used to determine my my intentions. So I wouldn't be able to tell you. But I could tell you that when she told me what that dream was, I trusted her. I trusted her utterly. And I will continue to trust her utterly. My life is always now in her grasp. And in a way, she and I she and I have shared moments more intimate than I thought were possible. But more than that, I I realize that when she has her own adventures, be they adventures with you, or adventures with the mortals in her life, or moments of, of passion, or 
ecstasy that I want to know how they make her feel. I want to experience them through her eyes. I'm not content with just knowing that she's happy. I feel like I'll only be content if I know that what I do is at least in some small part responsible for her happiness. This is a far cry from the melancholy fringe that I saw on the ramparts of Heart's Light not too many years ago. One who was desperately searching for his true heart. True love is still one of the most beautiful things, perhaps the most beautiful thing in the world. But only one couple in a century ever lives to have that chance. And I believe no one in a century will suffer as much as you will. And he just... I block it with the. I block it with the the server. Um, (laughs) Well, my friend. Just took one year of your life away. (laughs) (laughs) I might go as high as five, but. (laughs) Stop the call. Not to (laughs) fifty. So horrible. I just, I don't really know what to say. I'm just very happy for you. And uh, I am very glad that you have uh, also managed to avoid a situation that you probably would have found um, unfortunate. I have not avoided it yet. Well, you've avoided one possible outcome of it, shall we say. I have done nothing of the sort. No oaths have been exchanged. Nothing has changed other than that I know her intentions and I know mine. I see. Should be interesting then. Interesting how? Well, I, I, I don't profess to know the Countess Nila at all. Um, and so I could not tell you how... Um, perhaps possessive or perhaps uh, excited she could be about this match. But I hope she understands where you're coming from. You must forgive my unchivalrous response to this, but I made this decision with her being the furthest from my mind. This was something that I did for myself. From it's perhaps something that we must both do. Make decisions for ourselves. I realize that being selfish is not in the nature of a proper knight. But I could not continue to serve Concordia knowing that my heart was broken and that I had something that I could do about it. Exactly. It, it's, it's not... It's not selfish to 
want to take care of oneself so that you may better perform your duty to your house, your kingdom. It's not selfish at all. I'm glad you feel that way. I do. I am here to provide whatever support I can uh, and any help that you require. Um, while the Countess Neela is in Cross's shadow, I will of course be her knight on life and therefore my duties may be limited. Uh. I'm sorry? Ah. Uh. Then I will see how that will play out. We have nothing to worry about, Sir Zeron, do we? It's politics. A battle that I am woefully unprepared for at the best of times. If you're unprepared, I don't know what that makes me. <laughs> at least I'm pretty. I just, uh, I don't know. I like, I like quick, I try to like grab some of my, uh, I got half and half chips and mash and I just like smush a bit of potato on his face. Oh my God. So you smush a bit on his face and then it just falls away. <laughs> Damn it. Mm. Yeah, you're right. And he looks down and then he looks up. It would be an interesting duel if a food fight were to break out between the two of us, wouldn't it? Perhaps you will have one before the year is out, my friend. I give him like a meaningful look. So is everybody returning at this point? Yes. Yeah. Are you crying, Scott? <laughs> a single tear. It was just so beautiful. You didn't call me pretty. You said I wasn't pretty. <laughs> I'm just writing a note to myself for a later date. Naked food fight. I have no comment at this time, <laughs> but no. That is my comment to I you. Mean, I did not write naked food fight. <laughs> You're doing it, Peter. You're imagining. <laughs> uh, so there's a bunch of people who are catching a ride. Zeron, Cog, Kyoko, uh, Zister, Patches, Sophia, Brom. Am I missing anybody? Is Granville taking his own? No, Granville's got his own. Fucker flasher. Gotcha. It's like the Wright Brothers plane, but like powered to glamour, probably. Uh, quick, just a quick, quick, quick side note. I'm just going to resolve my um, text message thing. I'm just going to send a quick text to um, yeah, Countess Ware to be like, uh, Sir Zeron did not make a proposal under duress. In fact, he didn't make a proposal at all. Yep. <laughs> well, you know. I, that's that's what I understood from the how things went conversation I had with Zeron. So that's what I'm going to report. I couldn't be happier about it. <laughs> okay, I will 
Ferris all back home. Okay. So the following people appear in the spark. Everybody except um, everybody except Cog, who chooses to go back to his parents. Sure. He can go wherever he wants. This everybody doesn't include like Granville and Countess Neela. No, right? Granville is not a- accompanying you. And Neela has her own. <laughs> that would have been an awkward car ride. I know it was like. Yeah, yeah, but still, it would still be an awkward car ride, yeah. Awkward, you know, one to five turns. <laughs> Just tumbling through space. <laughs> Think of Montreal. Think of Montreal. Think of Montreal. That's shit. Well, that's shit. You don't have to be special anymore, and things can go back to normal. And Zister walks over, and he claps his hands on the bar, and Claude just, like, rises up from underneath it. Whiskey shower. Two, please. Why is he here? And he points to Zeron. Not oh. unkindly. Sorry. He hasn't been at the Spark frequently enough recently for you to be surprised. He's still here, isn't he? He's decided to be here. Why are you here? Sister, can I speak with you for a moment? Okay. And he takes his drink and he starts walking towards his office. And then there's this like, he he looks back and there's this cast of like, the fuck's going on? And he knows something. He knows. Because now he's in his own freehold and that means that he is in an advantage and he knows. Is that how that works? <laughs> I want a freehold, damn it. Uh, depending on some interpretations of Dreamcraft, yes. Oh, sweet. I will attempt to speak with Sir Brom and Sir Theron and Lady Kyoko and Claude, since all four of them are probably in the same room at the same time. Uh, Kyoko is currently lifting like a plastic bag full of her really wet clothes out of her luggage. Gross. Oh, would you prefer that I just pack my wet clothes in with the rest of my clothing? I just assumed they would be dry before you packed them at all. What? Where? Why are these? Oh, uh, I got splashed on, on my way to. Her request for my t- me to join the Golden Braid, and I may accept. Ah, this is a marked turn of events. So Kyoko s- gently sets the bag down, and she walks over to patches and just. Oh. <laughs> and then she just starts laughing until she walks over to the couch and she sits down and she wraps her arms around herself and she's just giggling to herself, seeming extremely pleased about something. I, I obviously missed the joke, but uh, Patches. That's a wonderful, a very dramatic turn of events. Why the sudden change of mind? It isn't sudden. I just haven't been talking about it. Clearly she sees how much fun the rest of the companions of the Golden Braid have. 
Our legendary stag parties, for instance. <laughs> My understanding is that... Uh, There's no Golden Braid membership required for most of the fun we've been having in recent years, so why not wear the badge if I'm doing all the work? That came out way worse than I meant it. <laughs> Have you met our leader? I don't think that this sort of humor is completely out of place among us. And Zeron walks over and he, um, you know what? I get to roll. I get to roll this so infrequently myself. Because Zeron's not very good at politics. But if there's one thing that he's very good at, it's etiquette. <laughs> I was going to say, yay, something Zeron's bad at. Uh, oh, he's not good at politics. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot of twos. It's like all twos, a three, a five, and a one. Whoa. So I do believe that would make for a botch. He botched on nine dice. Oh. At a standard difficulty roll. But it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six twos, one, three, one, five, one, one. That's but he a, can't. You're you're correct, Kung Fu Fenders. He's she, and he can't botch an etiquette roll. There you go. Um, is but things is kind of hot though. I'm just bringing that out there. It never happens. That's it's exciting. Oh, look, your fiance. Everything he does today will be hot. I understand. Oh my God. In in other circumstances, but yeah. I will also say that this is a good enough for a bingo botch, even though it's not like it can't mechanically be a botch. Uh, it was still a rolled botch. So if you want to include that in a bingo card, you can. Uh, Uh, he, he thrusts a hand out to shake your hand. And when he grasps it, it's it's with the same kind of grasp that you'd expect, like the, like, you know, like military, like combat. Yeah. Uh. This is not military combat. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, I scratched you with this, right? Gosh, this looks unhappy. Oh, yeah. It's it's always like that. Looks more unhappy than usual. Anyway. <laughs> Don't have that square this week. Oh, well. Um, yes, house gifts always work because house gifts do not uh, apply to your court. There are unseely Dougal. There are Seely Aiel. I mean, Seely Aiel are rare as fuck, but they exist. Only one brown. Um, not changing house. Drink up. And <laughs> while I'm handshaking with Shazeron, and I managed to score house Dougal a night to take some of the heat off. I'm going to go back over to my drink. Well, Patches, I, for one, would love to welcome you aboard, if that is something that you're interested uh, in the taking The High on. Queen implied that I also need to go through a trial, much as all of you did. Um, and all of that is to happen at a later date. But This is burden that you care to shoulder along with the rest of us, though. What's so important that it needed to be spoken about right now? And he bends down and then pulls out of a filing cabinet a bottle of red wine. And he uncorks it and he pours it into an aerator but this aerator has this tiny little piston attached to it. Like, it's a knocker aerator. 
and then pours it into a glass. And unfortunately, as he pours it into the glass, it makes a squeaking noise. So it sounds like... (laughs) And then he slides it across the table. I don't drink alone. Did you hear of the marriage that was to um, occur between Sir Zaron and Countess Neela? Have you heard of the tale of Darth Plagueish the Wise? No, I haven't. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. No, I hadn't. Zaron's leaving us, is he? We learned about it yesterday. He was informed by, well, he was informed by Countess Neela, but Duke Granville arrived shortly after to back that up. Um, but. But what? I proposed to him and he accepted. You proposed marriage? Mm-hmm. To him. Instead of him marrying Neela, now you want him to yourself. In a manner of speaking, yes. Right, you're... This isn't exactly you putting a chain on him so much as it's like a... friendship bracelet? Whatever you need to imagine to reconcile yourself to us getting married, sister. This isn't about stooping, is it? What? Stooping. Boinking. This isn't about why would it... I'm sure that will be a part of our marriage. This isn't because you'd be jealous seeing him off with somebody else. This is because you want him around here. He would be miserable. Miserable? Is that, uh... Is that a a normal way for, uh... For somebody to, to propose marriage? Because someone would be miserable otherwise? That's not... Why do you want to marry him? Why I proposed to him. Maybe it's why I proposed to him now, but that's not why I proposed to him. So you love him? Sister, you were with me at the hospital after he was attacked by the members of Broken Flight. I think you, almost more than anyone else in this freehold, know how much I love him. You're going to forgive an old man for just wanting to hear you say, I love him. Good. And he takes the red wine out of your hands and then he goes back into the drawer and then he pulls out a perfectly chilled bottle of champagne and puts it down and uncorks that instead. And you can see this like the, the condensation rising from the from the refrigerated unit that he has in his filing cabinet. And then he just slams that shut and he pops the cork and he pours that instead. And that's when you get a text message. Uh, Spency and I have approved when you meet with the Fiona that's in caps by the way the Fiona (laughs) we request the following to accept the marriage in its entirety Sir Zeron needs a barren title we do not want any appearance that he is aligning to Liam for status nor that he would accept less from Liam 
We also wish to arrange a pledge of fostering to be initiated at a future date. I also want a masterwork clock for the sapphire. Spency will intercede if you cannot negotiate this. <laughs> she said that to you? No, you No, oh, that's to, to you. Jesus, to, I thought it was to Scott because he was writing it all down. I'm like, why? To Brom, to Brom, she writes, I know that Sophia did the honors. Did he accept freely without the baggage of saving himself? Uh, well, I'll, I'll just, I'll briefly respond to interrupt the other scene just to say, uh, as far as I know, yes, I hesitate to interrupt his, uh, his, his bliss to ask him point blank. All right. So first things first, uh, as long as he's in this freehold, he can't be removed unless he wants to be. Otherwise, Neil is going to have to deal with me and I'm a pretty tough customer. I don't respond well to nobles making decisions on their own without consulting me first. What? Understood. And then he looks at you for a second and there's a moment and, and then he goes, what? Zister, I was hoping that I could have some sort of title within the spark. And he looks at you and there's this, you get this feeling like he is staring at your hands and then at your shoulders and then like directly into your soul. You've always had a place at this freehold. I mean, officially. Officially, we can work on. You understand, of course, that any official thing that you hold in this freehold means that you're beholden to me. I know. Then we can work something out for you and your new bow. I don't suppose he is a new bow. Well, whoever you're putting a ring on, anyway. <laughs> I was thinking if you were looking for ideas, maybe um, something like social coordinator or or um, uh, tender of the balefire, because I brought it back to life that one time, <laughs> or... Um, yes, no. Just, just ideas. But Whatever we're going to discuss, We'll be able to do it, but you're going to need to discuss it also with the other officers of this freehold. And if we give you a title, it's not going to be social coordinator. Why We're not? not a fucking dot com. You deserve a better title than that. Oh, thank you. Uh, Erwin texts Sabram, well, as far as I know, your Gwydian ear isn't malfunctioning. Thanks, dear. Uh, Zister's <laughs> phone buzzes, but he ignores it. I understand that as we try to navigate the rather um, tenuous situation that Zeron and I have put ourselves in, the spark may be involved. Oh, you mean we'll be a battleground? That's never happened before. <laughs> Hopefully just a political battleground in this case. But... 
I am sorry about that. This is my home. And it's, it's, I mean, Zeron has come to think of it as his home too. Yeah, apologizing isn't something that I'm going to accept. This isn't your fault. This is your home, which means that whenever something bad happens to you, it's going to happen to all of us and we'll deal with it much the same way that you've proven time and time again that you do the same for us other Clarks who live down here. So, stop worrying. She's going to pick up a little champagne flute. Go to and he, he picks it up as well. His whiskey sour is discarded. Oh, not discarded. He'll drink it, but it's it's off to the side. I suppose you're going to want the wedding here. I mean... <laughs> Just don't make it the same as Brahms. Oh, it needs to be bigger. No offense to Brahm, but I think that's the only way that everyone's going to forgive us. Is if it's, like, huge. Do I get to give you away? I should invite my father first and see what he says. I'm kidding. But thank you all the same. <laughs> what about you? Um. Uh, Kyoko is still laughing, by the way. I would be trying to hide in my drink while also trying to put on. Zeron, by the way, hasn't caught on yet. Okay. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll go and ask. Sometimes she gets giddy like this when I say things. Who's the knight? Uh, well, most of us here. I go over to uh, Kyoko. Could everybody else just leave? Just for a second, Brom, Zeron, go out into the garden and confess your feelings for each other for a little while. All right. Friend, would you care to come into the garden and confess our mutual respect for each other? Sure. Respect. And he heads over towards the garden door. I'm going to sit down next to Kyoko. I also leave. You're an asshole. Okay, wow. What, am I wrong? Not necessarily, but I guess I'll take that as an objection to my joining the Companion of the Golden Brain. So you don't know me. I fucked this all up. You did it for love, didn't you? Yeah. I think love is pretty cool. Such an asshole. And then she she sits quite close to you, and then she just sort of reaches around and pulls you over so that like she's leaning on her shoulder. Yeah, you, you, you fucked it up, but maybe you fucked it up in the right way. 
You gotta break some things first before you can fix them, right? Yeah, I just want to figure out how to tell people the right way at the right time. <sighs> Alright, well... This is something that I have a little bit of experience in. I mean, trolls are almost she anyway, right? In the like... Sure. It's different. No matter what the houses say, and no matter how progressive they want to make it, it's different when it's people like you and I who suddenly become extra named. Yeah. Zister's gonna be pissed. And he's gonna think that you did this because you don't need him anymore. think about him well he might asshole. not be pleased to hear about that too I really am an asshole I did it's... this for myself I did this for my friends and you didn't do anything wrong did you this is a commoner freehold the novel annex is built by a commoner these are facts these are facts that I will fight for Look, this is a commoner freehold that has been harboring several Quidian knights in it for years. We just aren't very obvious about it. You've had them outnumbered for a while. Till mm, we came along. Till you came along. Brom didn't really count. He didn't remember. I'm proud of you. Yeah, okay. I'm proud of you because you made the decision on your own damn terms instead of theirs. And if you want to join the braid, I'm proud of you because you're deciding to do so because you want to. Not because it's politically expedient or because or because it would make for a good photo op. Which is the only real reason why anybody should join this. So you and Sophia have deserved to be a part of it for a long time, but I haven't been pushing because I wanted it to come from you. And for the record, anybody who enjoys saying that you wouldn't accept, they don't understand. They don't understand the difference because there is a difference. I just don't believe in swearing oaths that I can't uphold, that I wouldn't be willing to die for, or to, if the world was at stake, that I wouldn't be willing to be in, become an oathbreaker for. Yeah. Seeing our allies and our enemies so caught up in them, I just... And it has to be for the right reasons. I can't just throw them away willy-nilly. Oaths are one of the things that make us great. It's one of the things that makes Brahms so incredibly, incredibly attractive. But it's because we make them at the right times. For the right reasons. And for the right people. I like to put my head on top of her. 
It's such a shame that you're straight. Oh. Probably soon to be flying solo. I'm gonna like stand up and like brush my flying sock. And uh, I wasn't aware that you were flying with anyone else. Not like I was attached or anything, but I burnt up some of my involvements. Okay. Anybody who can't accept the new you doesn't deserve to be with the new you. I really, truly, truly appreciate that, Kyoko. Well, I mean, I am the brains of this place. Not where I fucked up. I, I guess I've always appreciated the way that you've taught me that I should face into the wind so that my hair streams behind me as opposed to I mean it's an advanced technique to have your hair blown out in front of you I mean that's to imply that you're looking forward instead of wistfully back at the past but that took some time to master I can set it. <laughs> <laughs> patches what? <laughs> Zeron, on um, hair techniques, uh, advanced or no, aside, I have some questions I need to ask you. I, I thought I was satisfied over the lunch that we had, but I'm still plagued by a few doubts. Would you like to sit down? Go ahead. All right. But he is not sitting. No, he would not be. Uh, so, Zeron, as someone who will soon be getting to know the Countess Nila, uh, someone who I have very little connection to, and as someone who has promised to be her knight on life while she is here, I need to know what your relationship with her has been. With Nila? Yes. I rebuffed her advances several years ago, back when I was still participating as a member of the Order of Shalad. And so, Zeron, when you came to... when you heard of the impending political marriage, what were your thoughts? I thought it sucked. I'm not going to pretend that it was anything but that. This was a situation where I was being asked to perform a duty that was in direct violation of what my own beliefs and wants would have been. It has nothing to do with Neela herself. I Although I would say that as, as much as I find her a fascinating, intelligent, and a beautiful woman, she wasn't who I loved we don't choose with whom we fall in love. Yes, we do. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly believe that we have choice in that matter. Well, some, I, I just mean, never mind. It's, it's neither here nor there. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I take it then that 
your, uh, you, you felt perhaps conflicted, such a personal aversion to the idea of being so unhappy, but such a duty to your house in order to make this alliance work. Would that be, would that be correct? Duty is still important. And it is what I signed up for. But between you and me, two knights of two houses with no one else listening except for perhaps the sun. I've done a lot for Fiona and Concordia. And I'm not certain if I would have let this go through. Not without protest. I do not wish to be seen as a selfish man. Of course not. Then allow me to come straight to the point. You told me that Nila was the furthest thing from your mind when you and Sophia made your commitment to each other. Are you telling me that this, your feelings towards this political marriage did not have any bearing upon the decision that you made. My friend, I'm Fiona. The last time that I thought extensively about my romantic entanglements in such a way that I would benefit from them politically or not, it simply does not occur. I'm ruled by my soul and my heart. I accepted only after I was sure that Sophia was asking me not in an effort to rescue me from a political quagmire, but because that somehow, beyond all odds, I had managed to become something to her that I feel truly privileged to be, the person she wants to marry. Who else can make that claim? And how did I get so lucky? Um, you don't think of Nila when Sophia is right before you. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to go in for a hug with my old friend. If you'll let me. Stabs you. I'm just like kind of like a little I'm a little misty-eyed, maybe. Goes in. Now see if I had if he was able to botch the etiquette roll, this is the part where he'd like in for a kiss and be like, oh, oh, well, I'm oh, I'm sorry. Right. Oh no. I, I misread that. Hugo <laughs> oh. told me you were big into threes and, and more. I, I didn't There's a whole Britney Spears song about it. I thought it was about you. You know, I I am no chanteuse like she, but you know, I do my best to have no chartreuse either. Okay. Uh, okay, so a couple of things have occurred, mm -hmm. which I have to which I have to catch up on because you now I'm uh so don't look at my screen. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh there is uh, a door opens. Um, 
and delivered to the spark is a an envelope. The envelope flutters in on its own accord, and then it lands on the bar, and it's a big kind of envelope, like this, and it's got Sophia's name on it, and then underneath it has a seal um, of the Sapphire Eye. But of course, none of you are in the exhaust, so you don't necessarily know it exists, but I assume that after you drink with uh, with Zister, uh, he says, look, when, when he has a moment, I'll speak with Jaron. I'll send him in. And I head back to the exhaust. Uh, so in the exhaust, you see this parchment. Um, and inside the envelope, I assume that you open said envelope. I do. So inside the envelope is another envelope. And this envelope <laughs> has Neela's name written on it. And there's a note that says, if the mood gets a little black. <laughs> <laughs> it's a glitter bomb. All right. Mood. I hope it is, though. Okay. And there's, uh, there's nothing else? No. Okay. I'm going to quickly write to where I don't know what you've done, but thank you. Uh, and then I'm going to look for Zeron so I can send him to talk to Zister. So he's out in the in the garden. When you get out there, he and Brom are sharing a hug. Brom's sure a little face. weepy. Yeah, he is. He's a little misty-eyed. Ah, Lady Sophia, good, just in time. Are you all right, Brom? I am, just um, taking in the beauty of our fair city. Sir Zeron, please, I should return you to your to your partner. Um, Zester would like to speak with you, actually. Ah, I'm being called into the principal's office. I'll be back. And he leaves. You okay? Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, your phone buzzes. Darling, I'm amazing. There's no need to point it out. Welcome. <laughs> Send back little hard eyes emojis. And the dancing emoji. Whoops. Like ladies. Patches, where are you? Uh, I had stepped back into the exhaust from the garden. And where are you going? <laughs> Kyoko's still sitting on the couch and she's just like watching this. Yeah. Still kind of like mirthful. <laughs> Rip the band aid off. And grab my drink and head over to sister's office. Harder than that. Make it a double. What you want me to like? Fine. I mean, I guess. And he mm -hmm. takes the drink back and he pours an extra shot and he hands it to her. What band aid are you going to have to rip off at this point? He'll. He's not going to care. And then Kyoko looks at Claude and she's just like, okay. Sister, I should tell sister first. Sister is a freeholder. Sister is a freeholder. So you go, and Zeron is having a conversation with sister. Um, they're speaking, and there seems to be a pouring of champagne, and um, and sister saying, uh, "You hear, 
you understand that there is still a duty that I have to my house to Concordia itself through the braid and, and now, of course, to someone else very important to me. But there's a duty that I have to this place too. And I wish your advice on how I can best serve. For one thing, you don't you don't serve me. Nobody serves me except Claude, and he serves me alcohol. <laughs> but if you want to find a way to make sure that we can give you an excuse to be here, then yes. You just have to make sure that you don't ever hurt Sophia, ever. Unless it's really important. Look, I attract nobles like flies. It's fine. As long as there's an understanding of what that means and understanding that I don't exist in that system and you'll have to find a way to exist in it. There's all sorts of mechanisms that makes the spark what it is. You have to find out what kind of mechanism you can play. That's all that I ask from you. That's all that I want from you. Well, I understand. I'll do my best. You've never done anything other than your best your entire life. That's, that's, that's just not in your nature. You're kind of a git. Now. Neil is going to come here, I assume, to speak with you in probably no small amount of time. So there is something that I should tell you that at this point, if you're going to tie yourself to this freehold, and I'm not going to ask for any oaths just yet, but you should know that you're not allowed to be removed from this place unless I give the okay. Not by Gila, not by Sophia, not by anybody else except for me or Patches. Understood. He nods. All right. Now I gotta think. Get out of here. And Zeron opens the door and... Oh. Next in line. Blister is a popular guy today. I see. And he looks kind of self-consciously at the champagne flute that he's holding. Ding. And then he... <laughs> he walks away. Get in here. Popular today. I'm popular every day. What do you want? Sit down. Down. You're gonna have to get used to the idea that you're not special anymore. That's completely correct. So what is it? Do you need a debrief? You did well. Thank but you. Diane are all very happy with Thank what you, you did, and if you ever decided you wanted to become one of those assholes, I'm sure you could probably work your way into it. It's going to take you a few more years. What amazing thing does not a Diane make? Not to just believe in actions, not 
specifically than what you have accomplished. No, that's not a knocker. That's a Dougal. Knockers believe in whatever the fuck they want to believe in because they're knockers and they're not defined. You're allowed. Judging somebody by what they've done is a lot better than judging someone by what they claim. There's no harm in deciding that that's what you want to believe in. I did something without thinking about you or the... Is it Firking Granville? Because, no, I hope you're not thinking of me when you do that. What, you didn't think I didn't know? That's not it, it's just... I have Claude. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, hang on, go back. That's <laughs> Okay. too many people imply that I would never accept a title, but I was too good for a title. You are too good for a title. Apparently I'm What? I don't know how you did it, sister. I don't know how you continue to do it. I don't know how you're strong enough not to be bothered by everyone shitting on you. I believe so strongly in the commoner cause. I believe that the spark being a commoner means is so important. I am so proud that the novel Annex was built by a commoner. That's not who I am anymore. And I was intending to wade into the waters from the shallow end. But the news, which I can only assume that Lady Sophia and Sir Zeron just told you. I went to the far, the deep dreaming for you, sister. And I jumped into a title for them. I understand if that compromises my position as steward of the spark. I understand if that compromises our relationship. Who are you now? Same patches of House Fiona. Of House Dougal. Holy fuck, sorry. Bad. Kate thinking about too much. I'm gonna take hard. that again. <laughs> Who are you now? Dame Patches. App Dougal.
resonance with the spark? Just that. Northern ice. Resident of the spark. I return my title to you. To be what? Rebranded or rescinded at your choice. This freehold is already overrun by nobles. I don't want to take its commoner status away. You're tired of seeing me be shit on. You don't know how I put up with it. And you join them. But you don't do anything about asking somebody who has taught you for years about what it is not to be a, a knocker or a builder, but a person. You ask that of me, but you don't even think that maybe you should speak to me before you make this sort of decision? There is no time, sister. This ridiculous engagement was going to be announced this afternoon. I couldn't see. You couldn't see Jaron leave us, but you can take yourself away from me? Sophia, be noble in the face of all of that, in the face of what's right, because I don't believe in that part. Wait. Thought I had something. Thought that maybe, maybe, I'd found a way that I could get past my own mortality. That I, that I could finally know that if I needed to rest, that someone would be here to be able to pick up where I could leave off. I can't be there for you, sister. I'm not, I'm not yours, though, so, and I never was. I am my own person. I am my own not. I made the choices that were right for me. You decided to let your deeds speak for you. They've spoken. And if you decide that you don't want this title anymore. It's about what those it's If you decide that you don't want to be my student anymore. I want to be. That I realize that I may have betrayed your trust. That I may. What I want. From you and from the spark. May compromise the spark. 
and that I won't abide. I would rather go without a title here, go without access to this workshop, if it meant that the spark could retain its position and its freedom. I wouldn't worry. Because no one has been able to take the spark from me. I could have Gwydion running under my hands every day. I can have a Liam live above me in a suite. I can have Granville, Eloise, David, Lenore, all of them come for me, and I wouldn't give this place up. You think that you becoming a knight means that anything's going to change about the spark? This isn't about the spark. The spark is mine. It's about you and me. But it's about your legacy, sister. And I've compromised that. You did something that changed the way that you will experience creation forever. And you did it in a way that you thought was going to help your friends. But what you didn't do is speak to somebody who has tried to invest in your future. I want to see you be so much. And now it isn't even my responsibility anymore. Now it's just gold and red and black hammers all over. You've gone to the deep dreaming for me. You've defended this place. You've rescued dragons. You've helped me from the brink. Which means that, no, you don't owe me anything. But you do. I owe you at the very least an apology. Until you figure out exactly where you want to stand. Until you figure out exactly what you want. And until you have been able to make that decision for yourself, instead of waiting for me to just make it for you, you're banned from my workshop. And you are no longer steward of the spark. And when you feel that you can come to me and say exactly what you want out of this place and of me, then we can have a discussion. But until that time, until you're ready to speak with your master in a way that is a proper relationship, and the relationship is on hiatus, do you understand? Yes. Keypad will be reprogrammed, and otherwise you can remain here. And when you've figured out exactly what you need to tell me, that's what happens. I stand. I bow. And I leave.
I'm just gonna get on to our office. Like the Ignite's uh, office? Yeah. Okay. Close and lock the door. Click. Uh, Brom, you get a phone call. Yes, hello, this is Brom. Brom, this is the Countess Neela. I have entered the cross's shadow boundaries. I would appreciate it if you could meet me. I didn't realize you were on your way so soon. Uh, my apologies for being derelict in my duty. I will be there momentarily. Where are you? You'll be able to find me in a car exiting just outside the spark in approximately five minutes. Would that be all right? Absolutely. I would be happy to welcome you. And would you care to visit your uncle first or the spark? My uncle is already with me. I see. Well, then we will be glad to welcome you here. See you momentarily. I appreciate it. Um... Your grace. That's wrong. This She's a countess. She's an excellency. Very much. Which is just like, ugh. I love it. <laughs> excellency. Like four it syllables. The ambassadors and like the Elizabethan court, you know? Excellency. The French ambassador. <laughs> so, all right, all right. Um, I I will put on my finest flannel. I will go. <laughs> I will go downstairs to no, I will tell people that she's on her way and then I will go Thank you. downstairs. Um who's in the exhaust? Sophia. I guess Zeron, because he just left from his sister's office. He uh yes. Yeah, that would be that would be appropriate. Claude. Claude is there. Claude incidentally is is watching and like there's this distinct look that even though people haven't told him specifically much of anything, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> There are some advantages to being Boggan. Yeah. <laughs> some. <laughs> My friends, um, I will be brief and to the point. The Countess Neela is on her way. She will be here momentarily. Uh, Claude, we will be hosting the Countess Neela at the request of Duke Granville. I have been informed. It is already on a, a high priority list for me. Although she is not remaining here as part of her uh, stay, she is staying at Arts Light. That is my understanding, yes. Um, I and will... so are you. Yes, I will be taking care of her while she is here in Cross's shadow. If anyone has any business with her, please let me know. Very well, Night on Life. I wish there was a catchier. <clears throat> I, um... Oh look, I'm a knight on life too And he squeaks out And there's a box of life cereal Underneath his chair uh, Yeah, me equals dead uh, I just fall over, I guess <laughs> Claude That was a good joke I appreciate it See now the difference between you and me I don't need to be told that I'm making a good joke But I thought people enjoyed When they had you know, when you when you do something worthwhile, some people appreciate it being told about it. I do things worthwhile every day, and people don't appreciate it. Otherwise, Concordia would rename a city after me. Just go, go and deal with your countess. I will. Perhaps one day there will be a city named after you, Claude. 
Not bloody likely. Uh, I make a mental note to settle a town in the eastern townships. Call it... Coatesville. I don't know. I'll work on it. <laughs> Night on Groot! So I've informed everyone here, and I'll leave them to spread the word as I go downstairs to meet the Countess of When you go down, you see that uh, Neela is getting out of a... Uh, getting out of the car um, extremely elegantly, right? Like part of the issue of getting out of any car is that it's not always easy to look uh, graceful as you're doing it. Um, it's effortless for her. Uh, she steps out, her trench coat flares up in the wind slightly, um, and she is putting on a pair of sunglasses as she does so and takes a few steps um, away from the car and up the stairs that lead up towards Westmount Square. Um, you see that Granville has also exited the car and he is standing behind her and then members of her entourage start piling out of additional cars that are uh, in the back, one of whom is holding a, a small box. Sir Brom. Your Excellency. Every tale I've heard of your exploits only goes to show that you are a credit not only to your house, but to your home. You do me much too much honor, Your Excellency, and may I be the first to wish you a warm welcome to the spark, although hopefully not the last, and certainly the meanest. <laughs> a token of my appreciation. And the uh, her, her entourage... Um, sort of parts ways and the, the person holding the box comes forward and hands it to you. Thank you. Uh, may I uh, open it upstairs with everyone else? You may do what you like. It's yours. Thank you very much, Your Excellency. That is very kind. Would you mind having us upstairs? I believe that I have certain amount of negotiation to make. Uh, yes, I imagine so. He says, trying to, like, conceal that he has any idea what's going on. Like, no idea what's going on. <clears throat> Could you roll me your charisma setterfuge, please? Yes, I can! No, it's fine, it's fine. It wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> though. Oh, a brommel. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's a better roll than Zeron's. Successes. Uh, if she notices anything, she doesn't make any sign of it. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. And then you head on up. I, indeed, I do. Is the Duke Granville coming upstairs? Oh, yeah. Granville and the Entourage, everybody's coming. Oh, Except yeah. for two people who are staying behind to deal with the cars. The hell kind of parking signs are and they just look at all the parking signs oh yeah no parking signs especially in Westmount like forget yes. it no thank you yeah <laughs> yeah uh while Brom is is out fetching the the countess at all um I would like to just quickly speak to Zeron uh, yeah, sure. That's easy to do. Where do you want to do it? Your office, maybe? You can't. The door's locked. No, just in the exhaust is fine. It's going to be like a 10-second conversation. No, it's not, but you know. Yes. 
I was thinking that you should begin the discussion with them and um, can call me in. In other words, we leave it as a reveal? Well, no, but I think if the two of us are holding hands and informing your betrothed that she's no longer your betrothed, that's a little uncouth. Technically, this is the moment where I am to propose to her. Exactly. I think that it's less harsh if you just... I'll follow your lead on this. This is going to be difficult and at the same time one of the greatest moments of my life. I love you. And that's when the doors open up and there's Brom with a whole bunch of other people. Um, thankfully, this was an insight. Yes, what? Uh, what, like? <laughs> Thank you. I haven't said much. Uh, I would like to burst back into Zister's office uh, after about two minutes of calming down. So, uh, okay. play out whichever scene, however you want. I just, uh, before, before it, Dora, like, in 10 I minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious how both of these things are going to go, because the, the thing is, the timeline is very specific here. So I'm going to have both of you roll a die. Ooh. Uh, Sophia I'm, and, uh, and Patrick. I'm the other one. Okay. No, it's, it's, uh, Liz. Oh. Sophia. Roll Good one die, please. Because I roll the thing. Oh, it's going to happen simultaneously. It's just which one of them are we going to start resolving first? Nine. Seven. Uh, then it's going to be you, which I realize doesn't make any sense because you're both you to me. Uh, Neela sweeps in. I should point out that the first thing is that Neela makes Urban Chic look effortless. <laughs> um, and when she steps in, her shoulders throw back and her trench coat just slides off of her arms instantly whisked up by one of her entourage. Um, and even the smallest smile that she gives in acknowledgement to the person who's taking her coat means that, like, the world. Uh, if you are the son that Claude has uh, made you out to be, uh, she is the Milky Way. Nice. May I present... Her Excellency Neela, Countess of the Gnarled Rose app uh, Dougal. And I'd probably do that in the correct order rather than that fucking truckload of garbage I just spewed onto everyone's ears. How much etiquette does Brom have? Like enough. No, no but how much does he have? Three. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. That's not even a roll. Like you would okay. you would know. The Countess um, Neela app Dougal. Yeah. Countess of the Gnarled Rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> Uh, so in the exhaust currently, there's Kyoko, who has stopped laughing, at least, um, and has stood up. Claude, who is standing behind the bar, and I guess Sophia, unless you choose not to be there. Uh, I'm going to be there because that's the proper thing to do, to greet her. You are the ranking noble. Yep. Um... Yeah, so I'm gonna 
uh, just in, incline my head. Your Excellency. <laughs> you must be the Lady Sophia. Sorry, the, the correct term for a baroness is still lady. Okay. So she hasn't slighted you. Okay, good. But Because like, they're lords and ladies. No, I didn't do it. No, no, no. I, I like the correct I have etiquette five. There's no way. Um. No, but just, just to be like, that's right. That's me. The uh, baroness. You know, it's nice. I'm, I'm delighted to meet you. Believe me, it has been a great wish of mine to meet someone so illustrious. And she reaches out and she very gently takes your hands. You've done so much for Concordia, but I confess that I heard of you before that. May I ask how? I, I understand that this would be untoward. Would it be at all possible to meet Mab? <laughs> Um, of course. And Mab scuttles out from under your hair and pokes her head out, like, warily from the, from your shoulder. It was your music that I was first exposed to when I heard that somebody had been granted a title and Liam, strictly from their playing, I knew that I had to get a chance to listen to it and the I only found some recordings distributed through a mortal compact disc company. <laughs> That's my EP. <laughs> um, music is one of my great loves. Uh, can I ask love, you to yeah. roll your charisma subterfuge, please? Certainly can. <laughs> I mean, this is she politicking at its finest. Does she have to roll if Brom just goes, speaking of great love, don't you have something to say to oh her? Oh my like, god. I'm kidding, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, you could say that if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, Patches. Do you want to find out what paintbrush's abilities are? Or sorry, brushwork? Not paintbrush, brushwork. Zeron's, Zeron's sword uh, is a small sword known as brushwork. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my specialties here are silver-tongued, and it wasn't me. Oh, yeah. silver-tongued is absolutely going to be thrown down here. So good. That's five successes. That's enough. She doesn't read into it. Um, <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> I, I, I did make sure that I had something, and she turns and she just reaches out with her palm and somebody places a very very tiny box and then she presents it to you I realize that what I'm offering is nothing but I wanted to offer it anyway Truly, I, I can't accept this. Thank you. I, it's for Mab. 
I'm sure she can't accept it either, can you? And Matt's just like crawling down the arm, like, oh no, yeah, no. I'm getting a present. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna ruin it. And Mab reaches out, like, you can stop her if you want. She's not very big. That would be rude. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> so she reaches out and she opens the little box and inside is the tiniest little drum kit. Oh, my God. It's definitely not designed for uh, anybody of normal size because it's, like, that big. But... When she taps on it, it makes a full-throated, like, bass kick. And then a hi-hat. And Mab's just like... <laughs> I think Excellency, her expression says it all. She is enraptured, and she thanks you with all her heart. And then she sort of gathers up the drum kit and then lifts it and starts trying to tug it back under your hair, except that's not going to work. And then she's like, okay. And she puts it very carefully back in the box and then looks up at you uh, with this sort of like, please take the box. <laughs> The, at me, right? I take the box. Yeah. Okay. And then she'll she'll wait until you can potentially set it up close to her bed. We'll see. Which will not be annoying at any hour of the day, I'm sure. <clears throat> okay. Three, two, one. Let's jam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, or we could do the, uh, you know, the, um, the spades in Mario 3. I always love that. Well, I'm, with that out of the way, I believe now would be a lovely time for a tour, if that's at all possible, before we get down to business. After all, we do have to make sure that there's time for Sir Zeron to arrive. Right. Um, he actually arrived shortly before you. He's, he's getting ready, and mm -hmm. there's this faintest hint of a blush I mean, like, the only way that she could potentially blush. Well, then we should make sure that he has the time. Can I offer you some refreshments, Your Excellency? You must oh. be fatigued from your journey. That would be lovely. Thank you so much. Mm. Heading over to Claude McClode. And Claude is there and, like... There is this, like, deer-in-headlights look from Claude right now, where he's like, I now know everything that's supposed to happen, and I, this is like, it's like watching a train and another train. 
<laughs> and they're the ain't no brakes on either of these things. <laughs> I just look at him very meaningfully. Claude, it would be so <laughs> helpful if you could uh, provide our guests with any refreshments that they desire. Of course, I, I yes, I will. I will get the refreshments immediately. Thank Your Excellency. And I will be sure to find uh, Sister Flex uh, upon a moment's notice. I'm sure he'll be here. And oh he'll be able to lead the tour of some <laughs> of the areas of the spark with which I am not as familiar. I am a goddamn knight of Elsgwydian and I'm getting drinks for a fucking duel. <laughs> so he's not, he's not saying this in any way that's audible oh to anybody. Oh my god. But... <laughs> Claude, <laughs> what the shit? Today couldn't get any worse. <laughs> All right. But while this is happening, uh, are you bursting in? Like, are I'm you- like opening the door. I'm not knocking or anything. Okay, but you're not like kicking the door Perfect. in. Ah, but fair. I open the door and close so behind me. You open the door and very specifically, Zister stands when you come in. Sister Flex, I'm the same knocker I was yesterday. I'm the same knocker I was last week. I am a better knocker than I was last year and I'm far better than the day that I met you. You've made me that person. I would I will continue my tutelage under your eye. I will continue my role as steward of the spark. That will not be adversely affected by my other decisions. My commitments to the spark remain. Shit your ass down. And he sits as well. Now you know. You know how I feel about this. You know that I'm hurt. But at least you acknowledge the fact that you are not someone else. I never reprogrammed keypad. I never had the time. Wouldn't give you much. I will not address you by your title. That is fine. Until you leave my tutelage. You are not a dame to me. That is fine. Do it for the nobility. I'm not interested in flaunting it. You need to find out what this means for you. I intend to. You need to understand what your new responsibilities are and how they'll relate to your responsibilities here. Yes. Thankfully, the High Queen was the one who made this so. Um, and she has a certain understanding of who I am and what we are. 
so I trust that it will only be for matters of the entire queendom. I will resist any attempt to give me title. That I fully understand and respect. But I will accept no usurpation. Didn't take it from Gwydion. I didn't take it from Liam. I'm not going to take it from Fiona. And I'm definitely not taking it from Dougal. Yes, sir. Don't you dare call me sure. Yes, ma'am. I would have appreciated you coming to me first. But as long as you're strong enough to stand up for a master, and as long as you're strong enough to stand up to a master, then you're allowed to make your own decisions when it comes to who you decide to pal around with or what names to attach to your own. Thank you. If you stop challenging me, you're out. Thank you. But don't think that I'm going to let up on you. Nobility isn't about to let up on us. I believe that he... Countess? Yes. Countess's arrival is imminent. Neela? Yes. She is... Duke Granville's niece. She was having a ring marriage, or whatever they call it in these circles that I will have to learn about. She's interested in the rocket. It is yours to think about, or not. We're not bringing that up. He understands enough about building, creating tasks intelligent question. Her whole thing is energy. I have no doubt that if I gave her the plans for the rocket, she might actually be able to do something with it, but we're not doing that. No, but let's um, try to be good hosts and um, or whatever we'd show any other countess to understood what a, how to tell the difference between a wrench and a hammer. What does Dougal offer you that I don't? It's not between you and them. I didn't choose them over you. I'm not choosing you over them. This isn't a monogamous relationship. There are facets of who I am. You offer me plenty, sister. This isn't a failing on your part. Well, at and least you raise the average level of attractiveness of nobility. Out? Fucking rude. <laughs> to me, I mean. Why is that ouch? Ask for your assistance and some crafting I'm going to need to get down here for life. Watch the fuck. Oh. Oh. I've seen your handiwork in those realms. 
I'll advise, but I'm not building it. Any help is appreciated. This is a Dougal matter. Incidentally, if you want to bring a Dougal into the workshop, they're still going to need to be vetted. Absolutely. And I'm not disabling the safety precautions. Absolutely. As I said, I don't want any of this to compromise the spark. And he reaches back into the filing cabinet and he pulls out the champagne and he puts it on the desk and he reaches and he gets a glass and he puts it down. We're going to have to restock that, aren't we? No, Claude's going to restock it. That's his job. And he pours it. And he pushes it along. We have our own jobs. Each one of us. That's who we are. That's who we'll be. Now let's keep some dirty hands off of our tools. Uh, Patches is Patches is not currently evidenced any uh, Dougal infirmities. They take a little bit of time to show up. And remember, she's been a knight for a few hours. That's it. It's true. Can I just quickly clarify something? Because I think I just missed a beat really mm -hmm. quickly. Kate, you were saying Patches wanted to use the workshop in order to build something, but it was a yeah. house Dougal affair. Um, so one of the things about becoming house Dougal is that for that uh, for every rank and title you get, you gain um, an artificial park. Um, this is a reflection of the Dougal himself who uh, beat cold iron into steel and lost his arm in interacting with the cold iron. Uh, cool. He learned about this very recently. He's sharing my knowledge. That's how you express knowledge. Um, <laughs> and so it's it's a reflection of that heritage sort of thing that it used to be um, that uh, you would like lose hearing or sight or something. Now it's just is replaced with an artificial heart. Mm -hmm. Clockwork or steampunk or totally super cool bionics, whatever you want. So could bring, so it brings a drink. Uh, he has a a cosmopolitan, which he places on the bar. Uh, places a couple of them actually. Granville, by the way, is standing off to the side, and he's kind of being quiet. Well, to a new beginning. She raises her glass. Looks at her half drunk glass of champagne. <laughs> Celebrating the annex. A marvelous accomplishment. It truly is. We're so proud of Patches. Uh, Zeron comes in to the room. He is, uh, he is dressed in Fiona finery from head to foot. Um, there is a cape that is involved here. Uh, the cape is uh, silver trim, a, <laughs> um, and the 
the the the shirt that he's wearing is perhaps um, slightly tighter than you would normally see on a <laughs> a gentleman of current fashion trends. Rom subconsciously like just like stands up, just pushes his chest out a little bit. Sophia becomes a little bit braver. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, she has something to fight for. She remembers what she's all day. That tight body, yeah, exactly. Gross. There is a gazebo outside in the garden. I believe that that perhaps would be the best place for us to discuss matters, Your Excellency. And she looks at him and there's that flush, slight flush again in her cheeks. Of course. If all of you could wait here for a moment. And then she starts to glide towards the doors, looking absolutely radiant. Somebody who's about to get something they've been waiting for for a very long time. The doors to the garden open as Zaron opens them and, and indicates. And then he offers his elbow to her and she takes it very delicately and they head off into the garden and the door whispers closed. And Granville says, I don't need to be here for this, do I? I'm not sure what you mean, Your Grace. I feel like I'm signing away. I should speak with Sister Flex. And he... I believe he's in with Patches, Your Grace. And she knows exactly what she's saying with that, too. It will only be a moment. And he starts to head down the hallway because, of course, he's a duke and does not need to wait for anyone. Anyone. And then the entourage is there and they are um, they're doing their best to sort of like look around and be like, what's here? Oh, hello. Oh, look, it's Mab. Mab. And Mab is just like. <laughs> and like still glancing over that box and being like, I want to play with it. <laughs> Sophia's just like dawdling near the door of the garden, just like trying to check to see if things are getting ugly. She's gonna need to intercede. Prom's waiting near her, near the door. <laughs> They're well. both just like. Flode um, looks up and then he nods to Sophia once. And then Kyoko walks over. You look worried. I don't... It's foolish to think that all of this could be settled without anyone getting hurt, but I still wish it. Life is pain. Anyone who says differently is selling something. 
It's all right. And then you hear from the garden. It is not, it is not a shout. It is not meant to be of a voice raised, but it is a voice that carries the indelible weight of command. What? And then everybody in the entourage stops and they just look at the door and there's this moment of... I think that's my cue. <laughs> I'm going to go to the door. And... Do you uh, require any um, uh, oversight backup, Lady Sophia? <clears throat> no. Mm. I'll find a way to let you know if that changes. Well, as... as um... Her Excellency's Night on Life, I believe it is my duty to make sure that everything is above board here. What? Come on. We're going, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going, I'm, I'm literally stepping outside and waiting by the door. I mean, you're the, you can at this point have arrived and passed the Duke in the hallway. Hey. And he is like... <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I'm, no, I'm going to try to play the good freeholder. Apprentice, whatever, like steward, good steward. Yeah. How would you like a nice spot of tea? When you enter the garden, Neela is almost levitating off the ground. Her chair is shrinking back from her as she is stood towering, and her hair has just started to electrify as she looks at Zeron, who is standing there, his face apologetic but firm. And then she turns and she looks at you, Sophia. I'm going to walk toward them. Roll willpower. Yeah. Both of you. Yep. I mean, I, I have no doubt that this isn't going to be that difficult for you, but you do have to roll willpower, and your difficulty is seven. You know what? I'm going to spend a willpower on this. Yeah. Oh. It would be great, because if you botched, you'd be like, you know what? Take him. Take you know him. <laughs> He's not worth the trouble. Honestly, what is he? A hot bod and some nice hair? I don't know. Goodbye. Whoa! Five successes? I got oh, two. Oh, you, you are confident. What's, what's yours, Brom? Sorry? Two successes. Okay, well, you're, you still managed to not embarrass yourself. I'm not planning on heading closer anyway, so I'm staying by the door, but like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you stride forward. You, you can effectively, for the rest of the scene, ignore her awe and beauty. Uh, Sophia's heart is pounding, but she keeps her head held high. 
and uh, <laughs> pats everyone on the ass when she passes. She does not do this. Uh, and 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 walks up to them. Doesn't like doesn't take Zeron's hand. Doesn't um, doesn't even stand like super super close to him. She's she's going in as her own person. You. Why? Your Excellency, I hope this answer will satisfy you. I love Sir Zeron more than more than I ever thought I could. And he loves me. Our dreams and souls and fates are entwined. We have chosen each other. The cat's snoring behind us, by the way. This is perfect. We can't hear it, but your reactions. You're of House Liam. You are known to spend your time with mortals, with others. You have famously loved so many. Why him? Why now? I should point out that this is not a slight. She isn't saying, like, you're a slut. She's saying, you love so many. Like, right. she acknowledges that there is love in there. My love for others does not decrease my love for him. And we both love and cherish mortals as dreamers, as those who can weave and craft a world that, that we too see. So you've decided just now to take him from me? loved him for so long. We have loved each other for a long time. Roll me your charisma, empathy. Your difficulty is eight. We've got silver-tongued and desires. Um, silver-tongued, no, because you're not lying about anything. Um, and you're not trying to put one past her. But desires, yes. Okay. That's three successes. She bursts into tears. She covers her beautiful face with her hands and she turns and she just starts to flee the gazebo running towards the other end of the garden 
and somehow it doesn't look like the tantrum of a girl, but the broken promises finally unleashing themselves on a woman. She knows, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that you are correct. And that uh, she's she lost running? before she even had a chance. Uh, is she running back to the exhaust or, or away, like, to the far side of the garden? The far side of the garden. And she doesn't look like she's about to yeet herself off the side or anything, okay. but, you know. Um, I'm gonna... I'm going to go to follow. Um, but trying to stay a respectful distance back, because I wouldn't want to see me when I was having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, by the way, wind kicks up, and all the she have now wind, like, rustling their clothes, their hair. This isn't about you, Nayla. What about, about what about what about Brom? Yeah, Brom too. Brom's Brom. Oh, I mean, cool. Brom though has like his like short hair, like. <laughs> Thank you. Countess, us choosing each other was not meant as a slight against you. This was not done to hurt you. It was done for our love. And it is my deepest hope and wish that you find someone who loves you as you deserve. See how she reacts to that. She turns and her face doesn't have the bitterness that one would associate with the voice that she's going to use. I would be alone. Zeron is standing on the gazebo flat, like, steps. And he looks out at her, and she's now, uh, her eyes cast towards downtown Montreal. Um, and then he turns, and he starts heading back towards the exhaust. Uh, he is not acknowledging Brom. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to give him some space and move towards the uh, same end of the garden where the Countess Neela is. I'm not entering anything like her personal bubble right now, but I just want to be along the same ledge so that she knows that there's someone there. Look, if her. you need someone to love right now, there's a lot of Brom here. <laughs> <laughs> It would be very difficult to have all of me at one time, so there's plenty to go around. Somehow Kyoko manages it, but damn. (laughs) No, not that way! Oh (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Horrible. Uh, Patches. So Sophia and Zeron get back into the exhaust, and Neela is not there. Uh, By now I would have, like, passed 
Claude, if he would be so kind as to, um, perhaps he could, if he wouldn't mind, um, finding some refreshments for our other guests. Oh. Yes, I suppose I could set them out. Uh, and then he looks up and there's this moment of just like, He looks at Sophia and there's a moment of just wistfulness. Like something that could have never happened now could have never happened twice. And he heads into the kitchen. Kyoko walks forward and in full view of everybody kisses Sophia on both cheeks kisses Zeron on both cheeks that's the hell of it reason why love is so amazing is because it also hurts so much. And for the first time since they get back inside, Sophia um, looks at Zeron. And Zeron is looking back at Sophia. And you can roll your perception empathy. How about any of my special? Uh, just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's nine successes. And that about you? That is four zeros. Zeron has spent essentially his entire um, his entire life where he's had his own free will ensuring that the least amount of pain occurs to those who deserve the most joy he has rescued lives he has uh, prevented wars he has acted perhaps not as a politician but as a diplomat because he is still a symbol, a symbol that Concordia has adopted as the quintessential knight of good, trust, of beauty. He did not wish to hurt her in much the same way that he does not wish to hurt anyone, but he didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate to let her know that what she was asking of him was not possible. Not because he had sworn an oath, because he hadn't. Not because he was going to defy his duty, because he wasn't. But because he loved someone. Loved someone so much that it mattered more than anything else. And the way that he is looking at Sophia now, it's plain on his face that is the quintessential knight 
he is still available and ready to fight for any who need it. But his heart belongs to you. You missed all that. Hey, can you watch? It's really sweet. I heard you rolled nine successes. And I did. It was awesome. For empathy. Although I should point out that that doesn't mean that he isn't going to love other people. Hey, that's great. What? Um, she's gonna just like give him the most minutest of like shoulder touches, just kind of like leaning against him. And that's when Duke Granville walks into the room. So? Welcome, Duke Granville. <laughs> Count Tess. Neela. Neela. I have that on this page. Countess Neela uh, is just out in the garden before we give her a tour of the workshop downstairs. Now, I know you've seen it before. Claude is arranging some refreshments. Um, is it done? Would you like to step out to the garden for a moment? Are you inviting me? Of course, Duke Randall. You are always welcome to visit any part of the three holes. I feel like I feel like there are hidden cameras. Your Grace, could we um, could we please speak to you outside? Of course. And as the doors open up to the garden again, Neela whirls around and she does not beg, for she do not beg. But she cries out, Leave! Just kind of to everyone, or? To yeah, as in, like, leave me alone. Ron beats a hasty retreat to a safer distance. Um, you're unaffected by this, by the way. You have to roll willpower. Um, Difficulty's still eight. That is lack of successes, but not a botch. You must spend willpower for every turn that you wish to resist her uh, request. My intention is to whisk everyone back inside. Is that a point of willpower? Or that is... will be one point of willpower to, in order to like advance yourself enough to be like, <laughs> instead of you just immediately backing off and without saying anything. Mm. But that's just the one point. So everyone, everyone was going out. We were going out and she was yeah. right And there. she's like at the edge oh, okay. of the cool. can update your turns around, face is all glistening. Your Grace, perhaps we could speak in an office. What happened? Your Grace. We should go to another office now. And Granville just draws himself up. I will have answers now. 
For the good of your niece, I encourage you to go to that office. And he looks around incredulous at what's going on. And then he storms off to the office, his own she dander getting up. And he walks in and the door just bam, slams open. And you can almost feel the door like trying to keep its shit together. Um, I'm going to follow. Saron's following. I'll follow then. Oh dear. Yeah. I'm not gonna follow into the office, but I will follow to the hallway unless light up a smoke. Just those like two are like back off. I want an explanation as to why you have not asked her. Why have you not soiled your knee, bending down and asking her for your hand in marriage, or for her hand in marriage? That's the correct way. Oh, whatever, out. however this works. Yes, Liz, I will marry you. Because I will not marry her. What do you mean? You will not marry her. In what way do you wish me to understand this, because I need to know before I understand what I have to say to Rathsmir, to Neela, and to everyone else who was relying on your asking this question. Because I was asked to marry another individual and I accepted the proposal. And Granville just starts staring daggers at Sophia. Oh. You. You did. What? I asked Sir Zaron to marry me, Your Grace, and he accepted. If you wanted to plant a dirk between my shoulder blades, Baroness, you merely had to ask. Your Grace, this had nothing to do with malicious intent, and I think you know that. You need to educate me on why you decided to interfere with Fiona affairs right now. You harbored us at heart's light. You kept us safe and sheltered from broken flight. You know how much we love each other. For that is what it is. It is simple and plain. What does this have to do with love? Everything. But if you prefer to think of it in political terms, an alliance between a baroness of House Liam and House Fiona is nothing to be sneezed at, is it not, Your Grace? There was no deal with Liam. Do you understand how long we have tried to gain favor with Dougal in this respect? 
how we have suffered in our wish to make sure that we can solidify the Sealy Houses now that we have instability in Parliament with a new High Queen who, for all we know, might be plotting to take back Northern Ice. A High Queen? I am her advisor of dreams. You are Liam. I'm going to walk in because this is clearly intelligible from outside of the room. Oh, it's oh, like, yeah. here's the thing. Everybody in the exhaust right now is just like, <laughs> because it is definitely audible. A Liam who is no lands, who has ties to Dougal itself, to any number of amazing deeds, but you are not a political player in the same way that Neela is. You do me a disservice, your grace. You have done me a disservice by not letting me know of your intentions before now. I, as oh. a knight of House Dougal. What? And he just, like, Okay, now everyone's gonna have to roll willpower for Granville. I'm going okay. to. Uh, uh, we also all have to roll willpower for Sophia, I imagine. Hooray! <laughs> well, I'm spending yes. a point yes. for Granville on this roll. Zaren has kept his cool so far. <laughs> that is a success, which I guess I should expect. Yeah. Uh, so that's a. Okay. Is this a uh, seven again? Yeah. Uh, for Granville, uh, right now it's an eight. I had some tens on that. Good. Right, that's one success. One for, uh, I mean, we're just we're nope. needing willpower for everybody here. Yep. Uh, I have. Well, yeah, you're fine for Sophia. Sophia too. Yeah, because here's the thing: you can't turn it off for your friends. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, that's fine. It Yeah. Oh, she's not really scary once you get to know her a bit, you know. <laughs> I have no problem with you having a, a, a dalliance with him. I have no problem with you deciding that he is uh, someone important to you. I have a problem with the idea that you have decided to steal a knight from under me, from, from under our entire house. You cannot Grandel. steal something that was not owned by someone. And since when are you a knight? Has gained a knight instead of the knight they were about to gain. Fiona has gained an ally in Liam. If you're still so incensed that Fiona has lost a marriage between their houses, we can talk about it. You're warned. Don't act like you were surprised by this fact of Don't their love. you dare take that tone with me. Dave. My apologies, Duke Randall. Zeron. What do you have to say for yourself? I believe, Your Grace, for the first time, I will accept victory for myself. 
and then Granville just slams his hands down on the desk. How dare you? You would be surprised at the backbone one may find when they have such illustrious friends to back them up. And Granville reaches down and he flips the desk, sending papers flying everywhere. And the sound of it crashes down, cracking the tile underneath it. And then you hear, all of you, by the way, hear very distantly from the exhaust, you hear, the fuck was that? <laughs> I would like to just deftly dodge out of the way. Oh, no, it's not. Like, he's not flipping it into anybody. Still. Take Ow, three bashing face. damage, yeah. <laughs> this deal has been in negotiation for two years, ever since that you sired those pups, and we knew that you were on the market. We needed this, and you have destroyed what we have been working forward. For what? And then Zeron says, for hair! And he just turns. He doesn't point, because pointing would be rude. But he turns, and he looks at Sophia, and he drops to his knees. And if you can't understand that, then you need to redefine what being Fiona means to you. Strong. So you're standing in the garden? Yes. Yeah. Brom obviously is not shying away from a, a fight or anything, but like, I think, I think he recognizes that he has, he doesn't really have any place in the, the shit storm that's gonna go be going down, you know, between Fiona, Liam, and Dougal, uh, as a member of the companionship of the Golden Braid, like, I think he understands that his, you know, place is to maintain peace, and obviously he wants Seely Houses to be united, but... He, that's not his right now his his duty is to his um, to her excellency and he wants to make sure she doesn't I don't know burn our garden to the ground yeah go and it, go anywhere <laughs> do anything she'll regret Mila looks up and gossamer tears are just flying away from her cheeks <sighs> um, every one of them missing the strands of her hair that are flowing behind her uh, wow. Crystals reflecting and prisms showering the ground with small, tiny rainbows. And she turns and she looks at you. This was to be my moment. Have I not worked hard for this? 
Have I not served and led and worked? Were my deeds not enough? I'm sure your deeds have been very valorant, very great, Your Excellency. Did I offend Don? I've been so evil as to look to my own desires instead of those of of love? Have I tried to take a man away for the greater good and ignored his heart because of the wishes of my own? Your Excellency, you'll forgive me for being so direct. You must not be so hard on yourself. You had no way of knowing his desires. I'm the villain here. That is not true. I was approached, told that there was an opportunity that I might serve. And in doing so, perhaps I would also be able to find happiness and bring happiness to someone who, who has had a life of difficulty. He loves many. But his heart is his heart is beating to a different tempo. And I am at the center of this. And I am the villain. There was much that you did not know, and your excellency behind the scenes in my haste in my in my absolute arrogance, I ignored everything except for the goal. I admire Sophia. I admire everything that she's done. How could I be so selfish? I... You're married, are you not? Indeed, Your Excellency, I am. And... And you married for love, did you not? More than once if you can believe it. Of course I can believe it. We are Fae. Would you be so kind if I tried to steal your love away from you? Uh, I don't believe you would be able to do so without a fight, Your Excellency. 
you take my meaning. I'm so embarrassed. I have failed in so much today. I do not wish to make it seem like I have any of the answers or any advice or anything for you, Your Excellency, but please, from one man in love to a woman who is also in love, let me tell you, there are moments in our life when we do not succeed in what we set out to do. There are moments when we fail in our duty, and it is from those moments that we are able to stand up and look around us and say to ourselves, then what is my purpose? I have spoken out of turn. No. And she starts to walk towards you. <clears throat> and with lips that taste just very slightly of salt, she kisses your cheek. You've been kind. And then she looks back at him at the cityscape again. I um, hope that we can find a moment for you to uh, see all of the sights of the spark, but perhaps now is not the best time. For now, would you stand with me by night on life? And I can pretend for just a moment that I'm worthy to be in the presence of Sir Braun. It would be my honor to serve. <laughs> Zaron, um, still on his knees, then reaches out towards Patches. Like a hand. And then he stands up with that. And he looks at Granville. I'm surrounded. It is a Gwydion who raised me and molded me and shaped me. It was a Dougal and a commoner who fought beside me and forged a bond. And it was a Liam who taught me how to use the heart that she herself repaired. Dougal, Gwydion, Liam. And if Fiona cannot do these things for me, then I have nothing more to say to you. And he knows that he's bitten off quite a bit more than he could chew. And Granville, 
draws himself up to his full height. I'd like to stand next to Sir's arrow. Yeah, me too. And I think we'll end the session there. Well, I'm exhausted just having one. <laughs> so many willpower <laughs> rolls. <laughs> so many. You're oh. a bastard, you are. <laughs> Gun in your badge. <laughs> your loose cannon. <laughs> your gun in your badge, Zeron. <laughs> you can't be trusted. <laughs> Get the hell out of my office. I don't care where you go, but you can't say you're covered in floof. Hold on. Oh my god, it's no. everywhere. I just want to get her out of here. <laughs> I was gonna put her down, but then uh, so yeah, we're gonna have to find out what we learned. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, we're just in pre-show, you know, we'll start the pre-show roll in like 10 minutes. We'll each like, you know, uh, we'll pose. vomit, uh, Wait, pour another like gallon of, no, it's a post-show, it's a post-show. Mm-hmm. Pour another gallon of wine, you know, chug it, sit down and try to get ready for the next. I learned none of you have the guts to conduct a political assassination <laughs> even at the most dramatic time. Uh, we haven't what? ended that scene, my friend. I'll, I'll point out that Patches is probably armed. With her new mechanical arm. Zeron's definitely armed. How dare you speak to me like this? What? Like this? Blam! Oh my god. Holy shit. What has Fiona done for me lately? This. <laughs> god. Actions speak louder than words. Jesus. Oh, bolt actions speak louder than words is what I meant to say, obviously. Nice one. Uh, but I suppose we are going to have to find out about the play of the game and what you've learned and all that sort of stuff on the fancy corner. So we might as well get that started. Because, uh, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a time. Uh, here are your nominations for play of the game. Sophia proclaims her love for Zeron and no one can deny it. Patches confesses her knightedness to Zister and disappoints him. And Brom escorts the Gooch and then escorts the Countess. One goes better than the other. That's Fair. a vote zero, one, or two now. There's a stunt all over your face. Well, yeah, you just you just triggered the stunt explanation in its moats. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh Brom, what did you learn? Um well, a lot about uh enraged she. Uh, <laughs> I think, I, I mean, uh, I, like, yeah, John, honestly, I learned how much, um, how much, uh, uh, Patch's relationship with Zister means to her. And I start that, I know that's not mine to say, but like, that's what I learned. Today. No, that, you can absolutely learn something about another character. That is completely legitimate as an answer. Then definitely, because I... Like, I knew that was, you know, going to be tough news to deliver, but I didn't realize, I guess, how much, uh, how much emphasis Patches places on, um, you know, uh, commoner freedoms and the commoner muse and, like, uh, the sort of the politics of that versus what she 
I guess, felt she had to do or what she decided to do. I don't know. It was, anyway. Really yeah, let's just pass that right along to Kate. Learning more and more that this is the decision for Patches, um, that she's figuring out where she stands in regards to this choice, but that she stands by it, and that she's gonna fucking wield this new power when she needs to. This. Um, Sophia expected the toughest one to speak to to be Countess Neela, um, but the fact that Neela very quickly realized that Zeron did not feel the same for her as he felt for Sophia. Like, that was it for their conversation for now. And that Granville's the one who's being a little shit about it. So that's really exciting. Because now we can get, like, before Sophia was feeling really guilty, and now she's feeling, like, angry on behalf of Zeron and also on behalf of House Liam. We've got some good old she-offs happening. Well, this doesn't happen very often. Folks, but when it does happen, it always brings me great joy. It is a three-way tie. Honestly, oh this god. time for wow. play of the game. Oh god, how am I gonna write all these down? Oh jeez. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Someone forgot that Granville is a duke. Oh my god, Patch is disappointed. Someone for once instead of a certain other tile on the bingo card. Uh, Thank you, everyone. So yeah, that's that's going to be a, a bunch of stuff for you. I'm also going to point out that had you not immediately gone back to Zinster, um, had you not immediately set up to him, this is what was going to happen on the... Well, we're just going to cross it out. You're just going to cross that right out. Cool. But you, you walked back in. You walked back into the Dragon's Den. I was like, oh, thank you, sister. I think I got the... That, so I, I had this planned. And if you hadn't immediately stood up to him and just been like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you would have ended up, but it wasn't going to be pretty. So I'm just curious, would you have done that a year ago? Who knows? I, I wouldn't have joined Google a year ago. That's I mean, that's, that's, that's true. Fair, actually. That's true. That's what, you know, another 40, 50 sessions of character development will do, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I appreciate the idea that, that someone who is, like, your superior kind of, like, shits on you a little bit, pardon my French, you know, or is very disappointed, and then you, like, leave, and then you're like, no, he's going to respect me more if I do this. <laughs> I can slam back in. It's yeah. great. She just needed a moment to like get over the I'm sorry I hurt you and be like, hold on. <sighs> Stash that shit, because I don't need any of it. Like <laughs> Well, I mean we're we're gonna be able to see what goes on, because the thing is you're you're correct in that you um perhaps you identified the wrong enemy, but maybe not. We'll see. And Who's an enemy? Yeah, and Sizer still doesn't know. That's absolutely true. And Sizer has well, no idea. Maybe. There's a lot of people in the far east That's absolutely true. She is. Uh, one thing I wasn't anticipating because he's been so off screen with his dukening is Granville's take on all this. I think I had the perception that this was something that came as a surprise to him as well. So he didn't have a lot of investment. Uh, turns I guess out. Behind, yeah. I guess we'll find that out. 
Apparently they were planning Zeron's fate for two years without fucking talking to him. That which was Patches right. is like, like really... fuck yeah. this. Like you, you flipped a desk. I need to get one. And carry yeah. that into next week. <laughs> Sophia heard that and was like, <laughs> So there is a thing and that's, there are some she who are very reasonable. Mm-hmm. And then there's politics. Uh, Folks, we've got another week ahead of us, another week where there could potentially be streams. I happen to know that there will be. I'd like to hear about them from your mouths, though. Uh, can I your first Yeah. Uh, well, you're first. Yes, Monday. I would love to invite everybody to enjoy another Hashtag Method yes. Monday uh, <laughs> tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, on twitch.tv slash bithbouse. Um, I've been really enjoying some uh, FMV mysteries lately. They've been super redonk. And we have a new one to start tomorrow. And it promises to be dark, maybe a little spooky, and probably a little kooky. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, join us. Maybe not as well. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. Uh, Wednesday at 4 p.m. We have some more Nancy Drew. Oh yes, done right. Uh, Drew through. I think if I power if I power on, I can finish it next session. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then uh, Friday is Punchy at six. That's that's for that's my big shrug from Kate. Schedule keeps getting shuffled around. There's not, not much going on with my life, but like what little there is doesn't actually decide to ever stick to a day. It keeps getting pushed, so it's hard for me to actually set anything. Discord. We've had a couple of great RPG clinics. I'm hoping to get another one set up for this week. Uh, depending on who I can find as a guest. I will say that Pukajutsu had a request for an RPG clinic, which I would like to do at some point, but it's going to involve some planning. Uh, Pukajutsu wants me to do an RPG clinic diving into the characters of LARPs, specifically as they are as role players and the actual oh. role play behind that. So not like a not like a commentary on the filmmaking process or the acting process or the writing process, but specifically dissecting these characters as they are as role players. Uh, but the thing is, of course, if we're going to do that, then we need people to actually have watched the series. So we have to find out how we're going to manage that one. Um, but even if that's not going to happen necessarily this week, uh, I'm still absolutely looking forward to being able to discuss role-playing with people. Uh, remember, if you have ideas for topics, if you have ideas for guests, please just throw them at me. The best place to do that is actually on our Discord! Discord, uh, which the link will find its way into chat right now. Uh, we have a new channel, which is designed for bonus content, uh, that you can pay attention to between sessions if you so choose. Uh, players have the ability to put stuff in there. So you might see some monologuing thoughts in there as well. Uh, But also it's a great place for you to catch up on the community, a community that I am incredibly proud to consider myself a part of. Uh, And it is right there for all kinds of discussions. You can even discuss Exalt, which people do uh, every day. And uh, I am of course indebted to she who knows 10,000 things. Aragorn is here for us. And I know that he may not be here right now, but the crosshair is here for us, just a little more distantly, with a little less time, but we eagerly await for your catching up. Uh, hey, look, it's a tough time. Um, 
one of the best ways to spend this tough time is gaming with people you love. I'm lucky enough to get to do that. If you can't, I, I feel for you. And I know that it's not always easy, but I will say that at least this community is here for each other. So if you are at all uh, needing a little bit of uh, external contact from people who may just like the dorkiness of Changeling or role-playing <laughs> in general, uh, we're where to find it. I also know that I could not do this without your support uh, and without just, frankly, like, it's there's a lot of love. So thank you for that. We appreciate it. And I appreciate these three as well. We appreciate you. It's not easy to have an argument with yourself. I mean, yeah, much less going from effortless. like sobbing <laughs> to incensed to sobbing to incensed. Like, uh, hey, folks, we're going to get through this. And the way that we're going to get through this is... We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Face, 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 face.